0: Hey guys, it's Blake, and you're listening to Blonde Hair, Black Heart. Happy Halloween! Yes, that's right, today is Halloween. Or if you're listening to this at another time, it was Halloween previously. But I'm really excited. Halloween's my favorite fucking holiday. Um, And it always has been. I, like, even as a kid, I loved, like, all things spooky and scary, and I love dressing up. Um, Obviously, I mean, you guys have seen all of my videos with the wigs. Uh, (laughs) But... I also think, too, like, as a kid, you know, Halloween more likely than not falls on a weeknight. And so when you're little, it's, like, such a fun excuse to get to stay out late and, like, run around with your friends on a school night. So it always was just, like... Thrilling. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I fucking love Halloween. And I'm really excited. Uh, we live in the ultimate Halloween neighborhood now. So as you guys know, we moved in uh, the middle of the summer. And our new neighborhood, it's like a total family neighborhood. Um, there's like multiple pools, there's parks everywhere. And I think there's like a couple thousand home sites in the neighborhood. It's like a big community with like a a bunch of like neighborhoods within it. Um so we are literally anticipating hundreds and hundreds of kids tonight. Like our, our neighbors told us, get ready. <laughs> so we've been stocking up on candy all month long. Like every time we go to the grocery store we're throwing a bag of candy in the cart. Um but I'm so excited. I, I love Halloween. Um but with all of that said, I, I didn't really have time this weekend to do all of my prep work for the podcast. I mean, you guys know I put so much time and effort into this show because I love you guys and I want to give you quality content. So um, normally, like, I'll I'll watch the shows once, like, for myself to really take it all in, and then I'll watch the shows again, taking notes, and then I kind of go back and I finalize those notes and I, like... Write all my jokes, which is like, I don't know if I should tell you guys that because now knowing that, like, a lot of those jokes aren't off the cuff, like, I've planned to say them. Like, how embarrassing is that? Because they're not funny. <laughs> but yeah, so I take time, I go through my notes, I like try and make it funny, and then I go through and I, I record the podcast and then I edit it. So there's a lot of time involved. Um, and this weekend, your boy got a little bit litty uh, at a Halloween party, so it just, it wasn't in the cards. Um, but I, I don't know if you guys saw my Halloween costume. I dressed up as a real house husband. Uh, basically, I wanted to be super comfy all night, and I also just wanted to, I was like, if I'm going to buy a costume, I want to get something that I will get some use out of. So I bought, like, these silk like fake Gucci. I mean, I don't even think they're supposed to be fake Gucci. They just have G's all over them, but these silk pajamas. Um, And then I got like a big comfy robe and I have an eye mask and I had like little slippers and I was so comfy. And I was just like a little house husband who just, you know, hangs out in his PJs all day long. And like begrudgingly packs the kids' lunches, <laughs> so it's like my dream. I want to be. I want to be a stay-at-home dad so fucking bad. So, I was uh, realizing my dreams on Halloween. Um, but it was it was a good distraction for me that it was Halloween weekend and I got to like party with my friends. We have such great friends, and um, I was I was very distracted. But um, this weekend was kind of weird. So. I, I've told you guys uh, on previous podcast episodes about um, a falling out that I had with a couple friends of mine earlier this year. I've talked about it on a few different episodes because it was something that was like, you know, playing out in real time. Um, and so if you know, you know, and if not, you can go back and find the old episodes. But like the... The Spark Notes version is essentially like there was one friend, this guy who himself is really toxic, and he brought a, a like toxic love interest into our friend group. And that it, it basically like imploded the group, like it <laughs> we exploded from within. No one's friends anymore. Um, but basically, like I got into it with this one friend, and then our other friends, who are a, a couple, they for whatever reason decided to take this other friend's side. And my whole thing was like, you don't need to take sides. Um I, I recognize that you're like in an uncomfortable situation. But if you're if you're gonna take sides, then like prepare for what comes with that. Um or at the very least, like if you're going to Have his side in some ways, then also have my side in some ways. Just like try and be a little more fair about it. Like if you want him, if you want me to see his point of view, then also try and get him to see my point of view. I don't know. Again, this is a really long story. It's really nuanced. But the point I'm trying to make is that that couple, the ones that took the other guy's side, we they stopped talking to me and Matt, um, and that was not our choice. I tried on multiple occasions to fix the friendship um, uh, my friend's birthday fell during this whole time and I you know, made sure to reach out and wish her happy birthday and like I, I really did everything in my power to try and fix it um, and that's not to say just like roll over like I, I definitely wanted my point of view to, to be clear but it was never in an attempt to just be right or like bulldoze the situation I just wanted to feel heard and validated by my friends and In response, they stopped talking to me and my husband. Um, So, the reason why this weekend was weird is because it was their wedding weekend. And we had originally been invited, and not just that, we were in the wedding. We were in the wedding party, both me and Matt. And we were asked to sing during their wedding, and we got the song and everything. Um, And when this all happened, they didn't, like, formally disinvite us. We just—we got to save the date. We just never got the actual invitation. And it it was, like, very clear that we were no longer invited. We were um, kind of actively disinvited from the— bat- it was like they had a joint bachelor-bachelorette party, and they just, like, stopped giving us the details about it. So we were like, okay, I guess that's not happening. Um, and yeah, and, and the wedding came and went this weekend, and uh, I didn't, like, see or hear anything about it because I'm I'm— Half petty and half overly sensitive, so I unfollowed all of them. And, and like I said, half of that is just sheer pettiness and like "fuck you," um, a la Garcelle and Sutton. Uh, got a good laugh out of it, and and the other half of it is like I don't want to see that stuff because it will make me sad. And that's that's the the biggest thing here. This weekend was weird because in the back of my mind, all weekend was like this this dark cloud of sadness of of knowing that i'm not friends with them anymore and that made me really sad and um i'm not someone who takes friendships or relationships lightly i think of my friends as family and i like i i hold all of them in really high regard and i like want them to know everything about me and i want to know everything about them and it's like that those are the kind of relationships i have i have I have countless friends who I've been friends with for decades, and I, I don't think that that's necessarily normal, and I think that's a testament not to, like, me and how amazing I am, but to the fact that, like, I, I don't want to just throw my friendships by the wayside. Like, if something happens, I will fight to fix it. Um, and I also think part of being really good friends, especially friends for, you know, a long period of time is having hardships and is having fights or arguments or disagreements or whatever that you get through. I think it's weird if if friends don't ever have that. Um, so knowing that like the first time any sort of issue came up with me and and these two individuals, their their decision was just to kind of like walk away from the friendship, knowing that there's been things in the past, I, again, I've known these people for almost 10 years, there have been things in the past that they've done or said that have rubbed me the wrong way or that I haven't liked and like... I didn't end the friendship, so it just made me really sad, um, and I kept thinking to myself, like, oh, do I, do I just let ignore all of it and just pretend like they don't exist anymore, or do I like reach out and say congratulations or like ask them, you know, how it, how the wedding went or or whatever? And I obviously. I wasn't going to reach out to them on their wedding day. Um, I wasn't going to be like, you know, the ex-boyfriend who texts the the bride on her wedding day and being like, hey, um, which l- literally happened to my sister-in-law. My brother's wife got a text from her ex-boyfriend on her wedding day being like, you're picking the wrong one. <laughs> so I wasn't going to be that guy. But I've been thinking now, like, should I reach out and just say, hey, like, I I know you guys got married and I hope it went well and, like, I'm really happy for you guys. Um, Or do I just let it go? And I don't know, because it can be read in probably more than two ways. But, like, in my mind, I'm thinking it can be read in two ways. One, like, okay, this is genuine and he actually is, like, it's like a well-wish, a real well-wish. Or it's like, oh, he's, like, trying to insert himself, like, as soon, like, I don't know, I just think of, and I am i don't know why I keep going to, like, breakup analogies, or, like, ex-boyfriend and girlfriend analogies, because that's, that's not the situation here. But I just keep thinking, like, you know, uh, that classic trope of, like, as soon as I got over him, that's when he reached out. And so I'm like, maybe they've just, like, moved on completely and, like, have forgotten about me. And... They're going to get a text and just be like, what the fuck? Like, what does he want? You know? So I don't know. I like, I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know. What would you guys do? What would you do if you had a friend and or, or two? I mean, that's the thing. It's two friends. I'm friends with both the bride and the groom. They were literally the, the groom was one of my groomsmen and the bride, she was our, our wedding officiant. She was mine and Matt's wedding officiant. Like these people were very, very important to us. So truly, what would you guys do? Um, would you just let it go and, and move on? Or would you reach out and just say, uh, you know, congratulations? Um, and why? I'm very curious. I don't know what to do. So DM me, tell me, because if you guys don't, I'm going to do something crazy. Like who knows what I, what I'll do. I might just send them both nudes, for all I know, because I don't know what the appropriate thing to do is. And that's clearly not the appropriate thing to do. But at this point, I don't know what to do, so I need your advice. Help me out here, guys. It's Halloween time, which means that we're all a little more likely to be indulging in some chocolatey goodies. But when you really look at what some of our favorite generic candy is made of, it's really more of a trick than a treat. Don't limit yourself to your kids' candy bag leftovers, treat yourself this Halloween season to some grown-up chocolate. Vosges Haute Chocolate was founded in 1998 when CEO and founder Katrina Markoff pioneered the concept of exotic chocolate by fusing spices, herbs, nuts, and flavors from around the world with premium chocolate. Explore a wide variety of assorted chocolates made with vibrant cacao and superiorly sourced ingredients. Vosges Artisan Chocolate is meant to balance the body, mind, and spirit when eaten mindfully. Indulge in gourmet chocolate with exotic chocolate flavor profiles, such as Dulce de Leche Bonbons, Manchego and Cherry Dark Chocolate bars, caramel and chocolate ganache truffles, and ginger turmeric milk chocolate. The perfect gift for the chocolate lover in your life or yourself, Vosges Hot Chocolates offers premium chocolate gifts and chocolate gift baskets. You guys, these are not your kids' candy bars. Order your premium chocolates online today and taste the difference. Visit vosgeschocolate.com today. That's vosges, spelled V-O-S-G-E-S, chocolate.com. And use code BLAKE to get 15% off your order. Happy Halloween! Okay, guys, I'm so excited to be talking to today's guest, Shannon Casey from the Everything's Hunky Dory podcast. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Happy Halloween,
1: by the way. Happy Halloween. Like I've been celebrating Halloween, honestly, since September first. Oh, I'm. I'm a.
0: The decorations are up September first. No questions asked. Kind of guy. I get it. I get it. I'm all about Halloween. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. holiday. In fact, I I mentioned Halloween in my wedding vows because it's like (gasps) such an important part of my husband and and my life, like our lives. That's so
1: cute. (laughs) I love that. That's fun. Oh my gosh. I know one person who did like a actual Halloween themed wedding. Yeah. Like everybody just wore costumes. I was like, why didn't I do that? I know. Like, that would have been way cooler. Like, what so the hell cool. was I thinking? Right? right.
0: So rad. So rad. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm super excited. Today yes. is Halloween. Well, not today when we're recording this, but in the magic of the Hollywood, <laughs> <doo-doo-doo-doo-doo>, um, <laughs> when this episode will be out, it will be Halloween. Uh, yeah. So I'm super excited. Um, happy Halloween to all of corrupt-
1: yes. Listeners.
0: yes. Yeah. We're, we're dressed up. You are the morally corrupt Ariel. From Atlantis. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? I right. Mean,
0: and, and I'm just uh, skin and bones. I'm Lisa Rinna today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not
1: my girl Rinna.
0: No. Oh man. Okay. So I, I, I have to ask you, and this is something yeah. I ask any fellow Bravo-holic that comes on the pod yeah. How did you get into Bravo? I mean, it's there's so many avenues. There's so many doors that can like mm-hmm. enter you into the Bravo-verse. So what was the first show that you watched or that really got you sucked in? And then how did that parlay into a career as a podcast host?
1: So the first show that I ever watched on Bravo was the Whitney and Bobby show. Oh my
0: God. So we're going way back.
1: Yes. Like, I think that was their first first show if i'm not mistaken yeah um and i i like remember it vividly i just like happened to come across it i was hung over i was in bed watching tv and whitney and bobby were on and i was like this has to be good and yeah i mean It was good, but like, it was also obviously at the same time, kind of tragic, but I mean, it was hilarious. Right. Um, and you know, we didn't know all that we know now at the time. So I first started watching that. And then I think it was, I think it was like a year after that, that orange County came out. Okay. And it was just immediately like something I was interested in because I was like, first of all, I grew up in orange County. Mm. So I was immediately like, hmm, like very curious about this. Right. Um, I, well, I shouldn't say I grew up in orange County. I grew up until I was 10 in orange County and then DC until I was 30. So, um, but But you still,
0: you have roots, you know? Yeah.
1: So I I was curious about it and it was good. I mean, it was, if you look back now at season one of orange County, it's so low budget, but I, I miss that now, honestly. Um, And then it just kind of, you know, I had talked about doing a podcast like years ago and I'm a mom at the time I was, you know, kind of working on and off, you know, sometimes I was a stay at home mom, sometimes I was, you know, working in an attorney's office or, you know, whatever the case, but I just like couldn't find time to dedicate to podcasting. And I'm still struggling with that. If we're being honest, you know, so it's it's
0: hard. I mean, being a parent and juggling any job or passion or hobby or anything is really, really difficult. I I imagine I'm not
1: even not being a a parent though, like just being an adult, you know, like
0: it's exhausting. Yeah. it's (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like life has been lifing so hard can
0: life just like die for a second
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like can we okay so did you end up seeing um don't worry darling oh
0: no I didn't because life life just got in the way (laughs) life
1: was lifing it was like not not today girl yeah it was it
0: was a a a busy week but
1: listen though it's if anybody out there has seen don't worry don't worry darling that's the kind of shit that I could almost get into right now because I'm just like life is lifing that hard but back to like housewives I started with orange county and I picked up every single franchise except for one
0: Are you going to say which one
1: Dallas
0: Oh yeah Dallas I is just... like Dallas is like the ugly stepsister of the real housewives and I I liked Dallas and I think that it had potential but it just it never found its footing the way that yeah. other cities did
1: I watched like three episodes and it was I think my friend who did ride it all the way through she didn't like it but she still as a Bravo viewer right. like felt the obligation there to- is there's so much
0: hate watching involved as a Bravo fan honestly And
1: <laughs> it's it like sometimes I will be watching and I'm like I'll, I'll start complaining about it like Beverly Hills this season where I'm like fuck can you guys just have fun like can you right. do something fun and my husband's like you know, you can turn this off. Yeah,
0: no one's forcing you. There's not a gun to your head, but we're like, no, there really is. But
1: there kind of is. The lighting (laughs) is not doing favors today. Um, But I don't know. It's the only other season that I would say I was kind of late to though was Potomac, Mm -hmm. um, which is embarrassing because I did grow up mostly in the DC area. I
0: was going to say, I feel like the reason why so many people slept on Potomac is because they're like, what the fuck is Potomac? Like they'd never heard of it before.
1: And as somebody who grew up, there's nothing to do there. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, you can go to the museum. You can, and yeah, there's a cool, like, bar area still that exists. Yeah. But not very much. Like, a lot of it has been gentrified into apartments and, you know, that sort of thing. So the bars have kind of been kicked out, um, more or less, the good ones, anyway. So, um, I just didn't really think there was anything to see. And then I dove in at season. It was season three or season four. I think it might've been season three. Um, and then I just backtrack from there, but I was all in, not yeah. Teddy, not Teddy camp <laughs> all in. Right. Nibbling for... on your leaf. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm having, um, seasoned water right now oh my, with oh, no sodium.
0: Right. Seasoning. I was going to say like pl- that seasoning better be locale.
1: No, see it's the no sodium seasoning. Oh my don't God. worry. Love and I it. just, I, it was just a pinch. Just okay. A pinch, good. Nothing just major. <laughs> um, but I know, I know you guys have a standing relationship now, which I find oh God,
0: me and Ted. I love yeah, yeah, I you love and the Ted Star from Theodore. <laughs> um, and oh, this is this is my official uh payback. She, she and Tamara mentioned me on their podcast last week. So this is me paying I it I heard. Forward. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I, I heard Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think what's what's funny is, you know, so many people got started in the beginning with mm. the OG Orange County. Um, but now Orange County is kind of low on everyone's totem pole. Like it, it really has kind of fallen by the wayside. And I think because of that, it people don't give it the credit that it deserves. Like whenever, like at BravoCon and everyone's talking like, which show put this on the map? Like, you know, everyone wants to push O.C. aside and think of Atlanta or New Jersey because they had those mm. big, huge, like blow up moments, like the table flip moments, you know? yeah, And that that truly is what, what set The Real Housewives above all other reality TV. I certainly will give it that. But without Orange County, there would be no Housewives franchise. Mm -hmm. And- despite the fact that the show was completely different in the beginning, like you were saying, it was so low budget. It was much more <laughs> documentary style. It was like mm-hmm. really peeking into their home lives more than like the, the friend the kids dynamic. Were
1: super involved.
0: Exactly. Um, and that's different. So we kind of don't think of that as like the, the catalyst of the housewives because the housewives now is so different yeah. from that. But at the time that was still groundbreaking. That was yeah. revolutionary. And it was a phenomenon. Like those yeah. first two or three seasons of Orange County it was a phenomenon whether people want to remember it or not you know
1: no it's true because if you like I was talking about this the other day how because somebody I wish I could remember who it was I'd give them credit but like somebody posted about um the you know remember how you used to be at the grocery store and you would see the supermarket like you'd be in line and they would have the tabloids Sorry, right like it's totally everything is
0: going wrong today it's halloween the like it's, spirits are fucking with us it,
1: this well it's a clip season like this is not the vibe like my microphone <laughs> of, is literally slipping
0: right, right now. lots of tricks um, no treats
1: right basically my <laughs> phone just fell too anyway though so um i just miss kind of like how they were a bit of a frenzy with the tabloids. Like you would yeah. be standing in line and see like a full family, you know, like the Judice family, like at the beach or like, right. like Tamra and Alexis would be on the cover of In Touch and it would have some like janky headline about, you know, like when the lawsuit thing was going on right. with Jim Bellino and right. Tamra and Shannon Bador. Like I missed that. I missed kind of the camp. That was part of Housewives past versus like this really dark, serious, like, and I'm not saying it can't be serious sometimes because like, obviously season two of Beverly Hills was like one of the most serious seasons of like reality TV ever. Right. But it just can't be every franchise, like across the board, darkness and like, negativity like I want to see them getting naked wasted and playing bunko and like wearing cheap party city wigs totally
0: wigging out yeah no yeah totally and I, I agree and I said this I think I may have said this while watching last season of Orange County which like I get it it wasn't the best season but I also feel like we're just in the middle of a time for the housewives where like so much is expected. And we've got like the Jen Shaw of it all and the Erica Jane of it all. And we're like, if someone's not getting arrested on camera, we're bored. And that isn't what it should be. You know, like yeah. there, there, there can be moments of that where there are some like really sure. big major sure. life things. But ultimately, like some of these, sh- some of the seasons are gonna be just kind of like random petty drama. And that is what the Housewives is at its core, you know. But That's like,
1: that's what's fun. It's an escape show. Like I I watch this show to escape. If I wanted to be stressed out, I would watch CNN or MSNBC, like all the time. I'm not saying I don't watch the news. I don't watch a lot of it, if we're being honest, because it is depressing. Well, I just get all
0: of, I get all of my news from Ramona Singer. So
1: well,
0: well, <laughs> that's why well. I am so informed. Uh, no, so it's funny. Someone actually um, tweeted a, a week or two ago uh, oh asking, like, if if I were to meet someone and they had no clue about the Housewives, they'd never watched an episode before. What episode of any city should I show them to, like, introduce them to the Real Housewives? Um, and and I want to know oh. your answer in a second. My answer was. The season finale of, I want to say it's season eight, maybe season seven or eight of Orange County, but it's the You Broke the Bow Off My Cake, which then leads. I watched that last week. Well, and then it leads into the You're, you were supposed to be my friend, my soulmate, my sister. My sister. Like, (laughs) So many iconic lines and moments and you have this gorgeous party with the whole cast there and they're at Heather's mansion and you have these like petty fights over a cake and over like you're my soulmate my sister like it's it's iconic and no one's getting arrested no one's going to jail like it's just pure petty housewives you know at its finest so for me that's like a top top housewives episode that, that kind of showcases you know the core of housewives
1: that's a good one because i really was watching that last week and i like went on my stories to be like in case anybody's like not doing anything turn this on it's on right, right now like it's this so episode good. is everything yes because like
0: it's so good like, you're
1: supposed to be my friend. Like,
0: it's so all good the
1: time. <laughs> say, so funny i say that all the time as just jo- as like a joke i would i don't know i think I think it might have to be the Lindsay Lohan daddy episode oh, from Atlanta yeah. because yeah. you had a wig pull, you had Lindsay Lohan's daddy. Right. You had Lenetia Nini Leaks and Sheree and Kim Zolsiak, and like I don't know that episode. I just remember that episode being like, wait, that is Lindsay Lohan's like actual father like right why is he
0: right life? and this also this was at that time where you were talking about that like tabloid all frenzy time. time and so like the low hands were everywhere you were like right. what is this show why is he here what's going on that need was to the watch beginning
1: <laughs> that was the beginning of like all roads lead back to bravo because yes Yes, it's no longer
0: it's no longer six degrees of Kevin Bacon, it's six degrees of Bravo officially. And it's
1: not even six degrees, it's like two degrees. Like everything is like one step removed from Bravo. I feel like it's Um, so true. And I'm being serious. Like when I tell my non-Bravo watching friends, they're like, Okay, cult. I'm like, no, I'm like, let me break it down for you. And most times I can get it within like Within like three degrees. I'm being a little bit exaggerative,
0: but No, but it's fine. true. I mean yeah. more, like I just look at exactly. watch what happens. yeah, crack that open, baby. I it's mean, five o'clock somewhere.
1: Well, yeah, in my heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a diet Dr. Pepper for anyone GDP, who is confused. You guys. DVDs. Um <laughs> not a PBR yeah, uh, no. <laughs> but uh no I mean all roads do lead back to Bravo and that's why when you watch like watch what happens live the the like plethora of guests that Andy gets that are just like from all walks of life and and mm-hmm. like he'll have some random person on like I mean he I, I I know this isn't a real example but like he probably could have like the queen on before she passed away. Right. You'd be like who's, do you have a house life tagline? And she'd be like, oh yes, I do bitch. She'd you have know? one ready. Yeah, sure. yeah it, it's, <laughs> it really is such a, a fun little universe. And once people, like I said, once that door gets opened people get sucked in. Like, I don't, I don't know. Did you like, start
1: from the beginning?
0: Like, I did not so I mean I started with the original I started with Orange County but it wasn't when okay. it first came on it was years later and I was kind of like my arm was twisted into watching it by a friend but okay. same thing I started watching it and was just like immediately enthralled like
1: what is this yeah like, yeah what's and going I on powered
0: through Orange <laughs> County I mean this was early 2010s but like binge watching was already a thing it was all on Hulu at the time and I I watched all of Orange County that there was, all of New York, all of New Jersey, all of Atlanta. And at that point, I think I had like finally caught up to then everything that was airing okay. live. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I mean, now I watch all of them. I've seen all of them probably like a so dozen many times. times. I over. rewatched the old seasons <laughs> yes. all the time. I mean, I work from time. home, so it's just always on in the Back, background. It's comfort. Yeah, totally. yeah, like If it's... I don't have middle-aged women screaming in the background. I'm not at peace. No, totally, I have like hot stress hives, truly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. My
1: husband will ask me, he's like, wait a second. He's like, because I'll have it on. And he's like, babe, it's been on for like six hours in the background. I gotta turn it off. And he's like, it's giving me anxiety. And I'm like, what? And he's right. like, they just keep yelling and he can get, he really likes it though. Like he really yeah. does. Yeah. But like after a while. And I'm like, this is just so calming to me. I'm just cleaning my house. I know for Why me, the, the <laughs>
0: silence is more, more stressful for me, same. but so, yeah, my husband, he like, he tries to pretend like he's not into it, but especially since I started the podcast, he he helps a lot, like,
1: yeah, same. With,
0: with, like helping me book guests and like, Heart. he's like behind the scenes. And so he, he's starting to, to pick up what I'm dropping okay. down. He like, he. He knows what's happening more than he'd let on. Um, I mean, I think he likes the ones that I like. Um, okay. he, so he kind of just like follows in my, in my footsteps in that regard. He's never going to like question my opinions on this. Right. He, you know, <laughs> what's uh, your
1: sign again?
0: I'm a Capricorn.
1: Okay. Well, yes, okay, yes that makes I know.
0: So my, babe vibes. <laughs> right. Totally. So I, my like number one spirit housewife is Heather Dubrow, another, a fellow okay. Capricorn and okay. my housewife's tagline that I always go to. It's like the most Capricorn thing ever. And it's something that I have said in real life, like not as a tagline, but it is, <clears throat> it's not that I always have to be right. It's just that I always am.
1: I can relate to that. Right. I love that. That's right? cute. That's and it's self-awareness, you know? It's self-aware. It's like, listen, I'm sorry that you've yet to be right as right. often as I have. Exactly.
0: I can't control like, work it. work on that. Work it's on, on that. you now. Yeah, it's on you now. <laughs>
1: Just work on that, babe. You'll get there. I believe in you. Oh like, my
0: God. Cool. I love no, that. No,
1: I'm, I'm a Virgo, so yeah same earth energy like yes phosphate vibes um yeah. well i'm a but-
0: triple capricorn i am a triple capricorn so like fuck fuck around and find out wow we <laughs> should
1: i was gonna say we should talk about that um sometime. it's intense it's I'm intense. a double virgo aquarius rising thank god mm. for my aquarius rising because yeah. if not i would be a very rigid yeah very rigid person
0: yeah <laughs> I'm a bitch and everyone hates me.
1: (laughs) I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I mean, that's fine though. Nobody hates you. No,
0: at least they would would not dare say it to my face.
1: (laughs) You and the Tedster might be on the outs right now. Yeah, I know. That's okay. I know. Nobody's really losing. It's
0: okay. It. I swat the gnat away. Yeah. All right. Let's, speaking of, let's talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We let's just got through one hell of a season. Uh, what a doozy, right? How are you feeling after that?
1: I'm glad it's over.
0: Yeah. Exhausted. Like it felt
1: like it went on for like, for like 84 years, like the I'm, Titanic meme. Like no, it I'm, honestly was forever.
0: I really am pretty sure that the season started like it premiered like before spring like, in, that's what like I said. it It started in the winter and it ended in the winter
1: that's what <laughs> i was like wait a minute no i was like for real i feel like this started like around easter time like, it was it like groundhog's
0: day or something like, when it something started something yeah.
1: like that and it's and look it's freaking halloween and i'm mm-hmm. like okay where this is still a thing okay yeah. and th- i know they normally start filming the next season like around this time because yeah that's when erica jane had the whole divorce thing go down with like so we know that they usually start filming around this time but i don't think i don't know if that's gonna happen obviously this year um i just i don't know i feel like they could use i don't want to say like a rony pause but like maybe take a few months you know like maybe start filming and like February yeah you know let the ladies like chill the fuck out for a little bit or I don't know like I would I don't know I I think a break is kind of necessary because it was this was like the least this was a boner killer reunion
0: yeah definitely no resolution
1: no nothing like no cast photo um, no, like the to- watching Kyle st- like those. So unco- as a okay. watching people have feelings like that. Right. It's difficult. Like,
0: right.
1: I, it, like for me, I'm just like, Oh my God, please let her go. Like, right. Like, I was where is this there, coming
0: from? Why right, are you doing lot. this? Yeah. yeah so
1: it, it was just, I don't know. I, well, I think I understand where it's coming from. Um, just speculative obviously and then i've also read house of hilton have you read Mm, that book i
0: haven't but like it Uh it always gets kind of like thrown out there
1: audiobook Uh, it don't like read it just audio yeah
0: does kim richards read the audiobook i would love if she. no
1: (laughs) but oh my god they should she should she should more people would listen I'm dead serious. They would. I don't know if she would agree with like everything that's being said in the book though. I, right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's probably not read it or no. if she has maybe. I only, mean, like,
0: she wouldn't even arts. watch American Woman. So I doubt that she would read House of Yeah, Depression.
1: totally. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think that after this season, there has to be some
0: changes I agree and I think especially with Beverly Hills it more so than any other cast and I don't know if this is because there are so many actresses on or just because of the you know the the way that they live in LA or if all of that is interconnected but there's so much more like pre-planning and like protecting one another it's so
1: procured exactly
0: 100% and so I think giving them a break and some time to like actually go and like be real and yeah, exactly. And like, go take a breath and like, maybe, maybe actually find some resolve or have some, some changes among the, the group organically off camera. And I know we normally don't like that. I know, I know we normally don't like to see things happen off camera, but at this point, it's just been the same friendship dynamics year after year after year. I would actually like it if they came back after a six month break and they were like, oh, okay guys, buckle up because everything's changed now. You know, like no one's talking anymore. Like that would be so much more interesting than them just picking up right now. And we know exactly where they're at.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't want this same narrative to continue for another season because like, oh, I can't. Like I was already glad that we had kind of shifted away from the whole you know, Erica Jane lawsuit thing because by the end of uh, season eleven, it was like, oh my god, like I don't want to hear about it anymore. Like I'm right. so sick. Yeah. And then now the same thing this year with like the whole Aspen. Like if I hear the word Aspen one more time, honestly, <laughs> like like I don't want to know. Like I feel like if you say Aspen in the mirror five times, like <laughs> it's like a Candyman thing, right? Like, like the be. DJ from
0: from the <laughs> Caribou Club is gonna pop out.
1: There's going to be, like, a ghost conga line that, like, appears out of nowhere. Honestly,
0: Billie Jean starts playing (laughs) from nowhere.
1: Yeah, you're like, what?
0: What So, I don't
1: know. It's just, by the end of this, I don't want Aspen to be brought up again next season. I don't want to hear about books in the trash. I don't want to hear about dark comments. I don't want to hear about, because, like, we've heard about that for two seasons. Well, not the book part, but, like... The other stuff it's been, you know, it's been on it's regurgitated. Ricky. Yeah. And I feel totally. like Vicky where I'm like, you know, like, right. I'm no, sleeping, honestly, you know, like and, and
0: how scary is that? The moment that you start relating to Vicky Gumbleson, it's like, something's got to give y'all.
1: Anytime. Right. Any, <laughs> anytime. And it's never been often like enough to like count. I, I can honestly probably only count like a few times in my life. Yeah. Where I've been like, wow, relatable, Vicky. Most times I'm like, no,
0: no, no, like, no. This woman I love her, is nuts. yeah,
1: and I don't know why because she, she's a, she's a strange bird that Vicky. Yeah, well, say. a lot
0: of these women we love to watch them, but we would absolutely hate to like live with yeah them.
1: and i'm not here like i i don't have brunch plans with vicky Gumbelson on right, sunday so right I'm although
0: totally vi- cool. vicky if you're free me and right, shannon the, would like right. yeah we'll be there
1: <laughs> i yeah if you're ever in the orlando area please like don't hesitate i'm all and i know all the best brunch spots because <laughs> orlando has like the best brunch spots for people who don't know
0: love um that.
1: but yeah so vicky i love her but like you said in real life i don't
0: yeah no, I don't know you. if it
1: would gel. Um I'm I'm think- happy
0: keeping the TV screen between me and a lot of these women, I'll be real. But-
1: Would you say that about Heather Dubros? Oh
0: my God. No, I want to meet her so bad. I slide into her DMs all the time. I make my husband slide into her DMs all the time. Um, Yeah. And she sees sees it and she never responds. It makes me so sad. I know. Heather, if you're listening, I am obsessed with you. I would literally follow you to the gates of hell. You are my everything. I know. I know. Well, because, well, you know that she's going to have like the biggest mansion in hell. So I'll be there like stab me yeah. stab me in the throat with hexagonal ice I don't care Heather Dubrow you can do whatever you want <laughs> to me
1: you don't want a casita in hell
0: no you no want
1: the,
0: <laughs> absolutely not you I'm want living it up
1: I did you not sin
0: my way through this life to slum it with to, casita Gina no yeah
1: not to be in the casita in hell no. you don't want yeah. that no um it's funny because I used to enjoy Heather Dubrow more Mm -hmm. but i feel like she is very procured
0: yes and i get that and so here's my thing is like i recognize that as a as a fan and as a viewer like that's not what we need or what we want Mm -hmm. but my defense of her is twofold
1: (laughs) one (laughs) i love lisa i told you I'm, i'm
0: crawling to hell with this bitch no that's fine so number one i love it I know that I would be the same way if I were on TV. I know that I, it would take a lot for me to like, truly like, you know how a lot yeah. of these housewives are like, I forget the cameras are there. Like, bitch, no, I would know, I would know every <laughs> like, angle. I would know exactly how to stand. If they were on my bad side, I would like make the camera guy move. I would be that mm-hmm. bitch for sure. Yeah. Um, and then second of all, I I think that that is truly who she is at her core as a person. So like, I think she is a very curated a procured person in her life so if the show is supposed to be a snapshot of her life that is true to her I think there are other housewives that do that just for the show like maybe they're sloppy off camera but they're like oh no the cameras are rolling I need to act a certain way with Heather she's acting the same way whether cameras are up or down that's just who she is so yeah, that's my defense of Heather. No, if you bring her up again, I will we're I'm ending the Zoom call right now, Shannon. Like I'm <laughs> hanging. No, up. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's fine.
1: Listen, as somebody who loves Lisa Rinna.
0: Right. I you've I said that like three times now. I'm just trying to avoid it completely. I don't I even don't want to go there. No,
1: <laughs> if you want to you can no, do, honey. We, I need, get, we
0: need to go there. D- d- explain to me, give me your twofold or threefold or however many fold defense of Lisa Rinna for this season okay. because I I'm so curious <laughs>
1: okay I have good defenses too
0: okay let's hear it
1: okay number one okay number one grief. take your
0: time I know that this <laughs> is gonna be hard <laughs> no no
1: because no. like I know that people have counter arguments
0: yeah I, I won't have interject. a counter I won't counter. And I'll let you yeah I'll let you do okay
1: so reason number one grief is fucking weird okay my younger sister she passed away in a drunk driving accident in 2004 okay not to make this morbid thank you she was 16 years old at the time she was the drunk driver she had her license for three weeks had too much to drink crashed the car killed herself thank god nobody else was hurt okay it's almost been 20 years and weird shit will trigger me out of nowhere that shit that like wouldn't even like automatically register to somebody as like something that would be relative to that occurrence happening um and it'll manifest in weird ways like sometimes I'll cry or sometimes I'll be snippy or sometimes I don't know it's just as somebody who's gone through something really traumatic and that's the only family member I've ever lost so I can't I, I think maybe that's why it's traumatic for me I don't know and Lois and Lisa were obviously really close yeah so I think that that's why it's been super traumatic for her because it it wasn't that it was out of nowhere because you know she was in her 90s you know she had had a stroke so it was kind of expected but it's still I don't think that makes it any easier to accept right and we all kind of know that Lisa's not really the best at accepting things that are out of her control she likes to be in control of things and has she behaved like a dickhead in the past yes she has like 100% and she I don't think she's ever tried to shy away from that either but I I think that she got a shitty edit this year for somebody who was dealing with what they were dealing with given the amount of time that they spent with Lois on air you know what I mean like it didn't get a lot of coverage right like even as somebody who doesn't like Lisa Rinna I think you can agree like we didn't really get to see like a softer side to Lisa like Lisa grieving with her family because if this had happened on like for example when Nono died on New Jersey
0: We got a lot of
1: no-no coverage. No-no got a whole party. No-no got like, all we saw with Lisa was like her going through the box a little bit with Harry, her talking about it a, a couple times in the confessional and like a brief montage.
0: I mean, I, there a, were like there were bird appearances left and right, Shannon. I, like, well, that's
1: that's also true.
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I'm like, kidding. No, no, no. Okay, so I, 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 definitely, I definitely, I definitely, yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying for sure.
1: Secondly, I think that she is misunderstood.
0: Well, I don't. Yeah, think, no one understands her.
1: <laughs> I do, Right. So this is what I think. I think like you know how Sutton said the soap actress in Lisa never leaves. So I think. That she is somebody who is hyper cognizant of the cameras to the same degree that Heather Dubrow is, but she plays it differently. When right. the cameras are rolling, it's almost like this like version of her like takes over and she morphs into a different person, like a character. Of yeah,
0: herself. I've said that I've said that before on this podcast that I think at this point, Lisa Renna is playing a caricature of herself. And, and, And there are some points where I don't think she knows where the real Rena starts and the caricature ends and vice versa.
1: And I think that maybe while she's going through the grieving process that like the, and I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just saying that maybe the caricature of herself is kind of like a way to distract herself from feeling the feel from like grieving you know like when you're grieving like act out and distract yourself so you don't have to deal with the messed up shit in your head right and you can just deal with like this like self-managed chaos that you've created because she created it like this is you know a like it's a train wreck that she started or well that I shouldn't say that she started but that she helped like drive the bus yeah if you notice with renna because she gets a lot of shit for like oh she's the one who started the munchausen thing she didn't start it she's the one who brought it up it didn't come from her she just repeated it right but like without munchausen syndrome what the hell were we talking about that season nothing yeah without Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy, what were we talking about that season? Not a right. lot.
0: but my my thing with that, and and I because i I get that and I feel like mm. that's kind of a something that's thrown out a lot, is like, well, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have anything else. or like if we weren't talking about Erica's lawsuits, literally there would be nothing for the whole season. Um people said it a lot about Noella last year on Orange County. They're like, without Noella, there literally would have been no storyline whatsoever. And while I agree that like, yes, Noella was a huge part of the storyline. Yes, Erica Jane is a huge part of the storyline. Yes, like all these things. Yes, Munchausen was a huge part of the Mm storyline. But we don't know what would have happened without these things. If Noella was never on last season of Orange County, it would have been a completely different show. Maybe there would have been a different woman. Maybe the friendships would have been different. Maybe something would have happened that like, you know, so so it's hard to say, you know, I I agree, and we can definitely give credit to the storylines that help drive a season. But you know, maybe there would have been something even bigger and yeah. more scandalous under all of that, and Munchausen was was covering that up. I mean, who yeah. even knows?
1: Who knows?
0: But After my thing with Aspen, Lisa, who knows? right? Exactly. Don't say it. Don't say it too many times. <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially because it's so close to Halloween. I know, right? <laughs> so spooky. Um, but I you touch on a good point where I think. Renna is driving this, this train that is about to wreck every single season. And I think that was my problem with her this season and a lot of the fans' problem with her is that it seemed like she was playing the victim. And while I think that grief is real and her grief obviously is real and i'm not taking that away from her i think yeah. the problem was her taking these two things and trying to conflate them and her taking I... her being the the train conductor which is a, a role she's played for five or six years now she wears that hat, hat proudly now you're six year you can't be like well guys it's because i'm sad those are two separate things they can exist simultaneously but they're not the same
1: right they're not synonymous and they're not like it they're definitely different um and i I think that sometimes she may have used that as a, cru- you know, like, yeah, used
0: yeah. It to which support, I, I, I get which it. I mean, we've, we've all, I. We've, I was oh, a, right. No, totally. I was the, I was a kid once being like, right. Oh, sorry. I couldn't do my homework because my grandma died last week. Like I get it. We've all right. been there. The We've difference is I that. was 11 when I was doing that. And it was to get out of a, a math assignment. I wasn't 60 and, and doing it to like <laughs> scream in a coworker's face. So I mean, b- but I get it, I get it, I get it.
1: She's she so for me, <laughs> she's, like a blood, she's a work in progress. She's a work in progress. She she's like Ramona Singer. Ramona. <laughs> She's
0: like, she is literally the West coast Ramona singer. She I just is the, the email Ramona Jax said, Taylor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause Ramona loved to say that at every reunion, I'm a work in progress. Oh, like, same really with so Jax. That.
0: There's, there's a common thread here. The people yeah. who like to say that they're a work in progress are the ones who are like least actively working <laughs> on themselves.
1: <laughs> right. I'm like, so what? When you say work,
0: right? Or like, show me, me the, the progress
1: about that, right?
0: I'd like to see some data like? <laughs> on where you've gone.
1: You have a therapist. We could start with that. Like, yes. do you have an active participant with a license? Who's right. Well, you even
0: in the reunion when Andy asked Rinna if she's seeing a therapist, and Rinna was like, "Yes, every day. Thank God for her." And I was like, "Really? Like you might?" No, because you-
1: she. So as as a psycho, stand yes, like owning it. It's fine. Um she brought up to Harry when they were going through the box that her therapist had given her a piece of advice, like basically, like never expect to like, never expect like the good things to happen or something like that.
0: Right. I remember. And that, so yeah.
1: I remember that. I remember when she said that I was like, Oh, I'm I'm glad to hear that she's seeing a therapist and like talking to somebody, which I assumed that she was because she's mentioned a therapist in reunions past, so I I just didn't know if it was like an ongoing therapist or like right. a you know situational you know which no judgment either way but I you know I, I don't I don't agree obviously with everything that happened yeah this season right um I can't sit here and like I'm not I'm a rid rent- of fan for life. I've been watching her since Melrose Place. Like, I adore her.
0: Yeah, but I know I I get it. I, I, I love even when she know that when when she was it's rough. It was rough. and it I mean was I, hard. I loved Rena when she first came on the show. I was such a huge fan of hers from her diaper commercials. Like, I get it. I was, I loved it. And, yeah. and, and <laughs> she like, made a
1: lot of fucking money. Talking I know, about I, know she
0: did. Like, I know she did. I
1: would talk about my non-existent incontinence all day long. If, but what's funny was is that
0: was literally the most likable she's ever been is when she did that, that diaper. And
1: the, the dance video was great too. The dance workout video
0: yeah yeah like- that
1: was a bop I loved it it was a yeah and it was you know like, with the, like- the little outfit yeah yeah, and yeah. the hair I, a I lot know, of arms for me it's yeah. iconic but this season even I can say like I can't defend certain behavior um like the behavior with Sutton I you know I can't defend that yeah. um was I thrilled when I found out she threw Garcelle's book in the trash no I was yeah. not thrilled about that
0: Um, for me too it was not just that that she threw it away but the fact that they had like a separate group chat and we're obviously like giggling about it you know
1: her yeah and that because that was hard to watch on tv and then it was hard because you know and obviously andy has issued an apology and such but you know it was hard in the moment to just watch like the like just watch Garcelle's face kind of just change, and nobody else was noticing. And I don't know. That was that was I felt that was hard yeah. to watch. Well, and, and that was one so of I those was moments. Disappo- I was disappointed. One
0: hundred percent. And that was one of those moments too, where although no one was saying it, it was another instance of like, had that been anyone else, that wouldn't have happened. Had had yeah, it I was been just disappointed in the, right? Had in it the been Kyle's I, book? That never right. would have happened. Had it been Dorit's book, that never would have happened. And like I'm not just I'm not saying that, like, oh, they threw the book away because Garcelle's the black woman, but I'm I am saying that being the only black woman on that cast and putting out your life story and having this group of cackling white women like throw it in the trash and laugh at you, knowing that they would never do that to one another. I mean, it it sits differently. It does.
1: I could definitely see Erica throwing something of Sutton's in the trash and yeah, Sutton. It. Yeah, but the but the Fox <laughs> Force Erica 5, for Sutton, sure.
0: They the would Fox, never they would yeah. never do that to each other. And here's the thing: I I don't know. I bet if Erica did do that to Sutton or to to one of the other women, I just feel like there would have been more of a vocal outcry from the other women. No one yeah. on those couches was like that. Was really fucked up, Erica. No one.
1: Yeah, I like
0: or Lisa or whoever whoever or actually any, threw it away. I can't keep well, it. I can't keep up, but you know. I
1: think it I think it was Lisa. I yes. don't know. Whoever yeah. it was, the only well the
0: they, only both, part they both they both wanted it, credit for it. I mean they both they both deserve the credit for it. So yeah, Erica Erica I, wanted part, to take the heat.
1: Yeah the only part in that, that I found like amusing was the telephone because I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? Like that right. thing is from like, like 1724, like that's right. like the first, like
0: she ripped the, it off like, the, the wall. <laughs> yeah. It
1: was like the oldest phone ever. I was like, I haven't seen one of those, like, since like my grandma's house, like when yeah. I was like seven. Um, but I don't know. That was honestly, the phone was probably the funny and not the context of it being in the trash with the book, but just seeing right. the phone, that was probably the, the only time I laughed.
0: Right, these Dorit women Dorit. give us, they give us so much unintentional humor. Like they, yeah. all of the funny moments are moments that like are they are completely the earnest glue. in. The glue moment. I mean, Dorit all season long with She's the like, like chic wind chimes and everything. Yeah. It's all so unassuming. And, and, oh my God, I love it. I love it. So chic. My it hand in yours tumbler.
1: It's cold, oh, yes. So chic. Oh my yes, gosh. it still has so water chic. in it. No Amazing. ice, it melted, but Amazing. it was cold. You
0: know Amazing. I Amazing. tell everyone. No, it's so, it's so true. They like have no idea how like hilarious they are because it's it all Without stems trying. from like ridiculousness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Delusion.
0: Yes, it will, and speaking of... So one thing that I found interesting to come out mm. of that whole book conversation was the fact that Lisa Rinna got lawyers involved and actually had the, the passage about Amelia taken out of the book. Now, how mm. do you reconcile that, given how vocal Rinna has been this season about Kathy using lawyers to try and shut everyone up? I mean, do you think, again, that that's a a, a hypocrisy um, thing?
1: <laughs> not I don't know if it, I think because it's involving kids, because Rena, you don't go near the husband and you don't go near the kids. So I think when it involves kids and you know, and I, listen, did I think A, that Garcelle had any bad intention putting that in the book? No, I don't. B, did I receive it as like bad in general? no i i didn't and yeah. like i have an eating disorder um or like I'm a recovering eating disorder person like whatever you want to call it um i i didn't see anything wrong with mentioning she was just recounting the conversation in rome which right. they had already cleared up so i that i can and again this is kind of where i go back to grief though because when you're grieving and like the tiniest thing, like we're looking at this, like, you know, like why would she be so pissed off? Because this is something they already talked about, but like straight up, like grieving process. When I've been in a grieving process before, I've gotten mad over the dumbest shit. And then I'm just like, it's almost like sometimes you're looking for things. I feel like to be mad at because you have, Pent up energy inside of you. Is it right? No, yeah. it's not.
0: It's not and right, but it's Rina. It's not it, but <laughs> that's her tagline March. for next season. Literally, that's her tagline for next season. It's not right, but it's Rinna.
1: <laughs> it I look, I mean, and I'm not apologizing for like all of it, but I'm just saying as somebody who's been in a grieving process and has like and I'm not a bad person, like you know oh, me. Okay, all a bad right, person. sure, yeah, I mean, Shannon. No. I mean, well, you know,
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm
1: kidding. I mean, no, but I'm Like I'm serious. Like i I think that, I think that they. I think that Lisa with the the lawyer thing with Kathy. I think if it was like about like a kid or something. I don't think Lisa would have gone as, you know. oh, who knows? You know what? Who like knows? If, if, Kathy,
0: if Kathy had called like a child the F word and not a DJ.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, look, what do you think
0: about that? Okay, here's my take on all of that. I, and I've said this from the get-go. I've said this from when these were all just rumors coming out of, Erica's yeah, publicist like months and February. months and months ago. Yeah. It was um, like
1: almost a year ago. We've been right. talking about this for almost a year. Exactly. Everyone just so, take notice of that. Yeah.
0: I I'm exhausted. No, I'm I, so tired. I, I have no problems believing that Kathy Hilton had a freak out. I also don't really have any problems believing that she might say some problematic stuff. I don't know if she would say the F word or the N word, but like, I, I, you know, she's a rich white lady. I, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to say here. You're not excusing right. no. it. You're and I'm, I'm not acting like it's an impossibility. I get it. I wouldn't put it past her, but right. all of this loses any and all sort of maybe not credibility, but like validity to me because it's coming from Rinna. When it comes from Rinna, who has spent six years screaming at people, smashing glasses, literally going for the jugular to me coming from her. I'm just like, who cares? You know, So is
1: it like, it's like a boy who cried wolf
0: for you? Kind of. And not even in the sense of like, I don't believe her, but in the sense of like so, so what you were literally screaming at someone two episodes ago. You literally have like just threatened to take someone down. You're like, she, she's doing all of the same things that she's now saying caused her, like she was attacked and she has PTSD because she was verbally abused. And I was like, bitch, we've watched you verbally abuse people for six years now. And that's fine. That's what the show is, but you can't, cry and say you locked yourself in a room and you like now need therapy over this when like you're the queen of it you know Mm
1: -hmm. no that's that's my listen that that part I think we basically have the same the same takeaway from it like I think that Kathy definitely had a meltdown which can you blame her no yeah like I'm sorry, but like that Kimo Sabe party looked fucking stupid. I'm not <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Right. I, first of all, I have a giant head. So like hats are really difficult for me as okay. it yeah. is. Strike Second one of all, for not Yeah, strike one for Kimo <laughs> Second of all, I'm not into the cowboy hat look. It's really just not my aesthetic. So totally. like strike two, strike two for Kimo Sabe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then- I don't know, it just looked like very cramped and small. So I was like, why are we so excited? And then setting a hat on fire does nothing for me either. So yeah, strike three. Um,
0: Well, and I I think that, I think Kathy... Did a good job of explaining it in the reunion. And I've heard I've I've read a lot of like differing opinions on this. Mm. But you know, she was basically saying, like, look, I I built it up in my head. I thought you were taking me there. I thought it was going to be yeah. a whole thing for my tequila. I thought I saw all the mm. bottles and I assumed that it was a, a tasting for me. I totally and when, totally, it, and when yeah. it wasn't, my 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 hopes my were let down, were my feelings were hurt. And now in retrospect, I'm really embarrassed because like all of that was up here all of that. And she's explaining this and Kyle just bursts out into tears being like, so it's my fault. And it's like, no, like actually listen to what she's saying. She's saying that it's not your fault. It's her fault. It was so uncomfortable. Yes, yes, maybe she had these expectations or she thought you were gonna do something, but she's not saying that you should have or that you're in the wrong for not doing it. She's saying like, I built it up. I I was disappointed the common denominator there is the I it's me. And I saw a lot of people being like, well, that's just more manipulation from Kathy, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know, to me, the one who just bursts out crying and causing a scene when someone else is trying to like apologize and take ownership, that feels more like a manipulation to me, Kyle Richards, Umansky.
1: So, (laughs) so with Kath, so Kathy's a Pisces. Okay. So I always take,
0: she's a little fishy.
1: Well, Pisces are the master manipulator of the Zodiac. So I always take that. And they're like, they're like your silent assassin. Okay. Like people are always very unsuspecting of, not always, I shouldn't say, but a lot of times they're like the sleeper cell of the Zodiac, like people interpret them as super nice and like, oh my God, they're like the sweetest person ever. And then you find out that like they also have like a like hidden dark, side. dark... yeah. I'm like so... the exact
0: opposite of that. Okay. <laughs> People <laughs> literally think I'm the biggest fucking asshole that I'm like having to try and convince them. Like, no, I swear, You're like, I'm I, a have nice a, person. I have a heart. I have a heart. Look
1: like a dick, right? Like, and my heart is me...
0: it's black, but it's there. I've got one.
1: <laughs> I just spilled on myself because I was laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so with Kathy, I take into. Consideration that she is a Pisces. So I know that she has that like fire in her to do, yeah. like to have a meltdown like that. Same as you. Can I see her saying something insensitive to, and not in a way that like she meant, not in the way that the word is meant. And right. I understand. Totally.
0: Just in like, like a, t- a total like a, a- privileged white lady freaking time, out Yeah, a different
1: like she's in a percentage of people of wealth that like we will never be able to comprehend right so and i'm not excusing it no it doesn't make
0: it right it, but, it it's, make but it's but right. it's a far cry from people who are like going out in the street and, with, with signs and that say like god hate. hates fags like that's right. a different thing that's a
1: different genre of of people so yes. and she, and i don't think kathy is a hateful person and i think that maybe she was having an outburst and it maybe something came out you know and then the well, rage continued on and here's i think the she had a too.
0: meltdown i That's agree it. i i think she flipped out i'm sure she got you know raised her voice screamed whatever yeah but i also think that she probably was under the impression having watched her sister interact with these women for years and years and years that there's some sort of agreement that when the cameras are down we're not going to throw each other under the bus so if the cameras are down for the night and i have a meltout i shouldn't have to worry about you going and, and spreading it the next day because again yeah. these bitches protect each other to the ends of the earth. So she probably thought like she said like yeah, I thought me and Lisa were having a really like honest like a, like a girl co- talk. Like, pr- a, a safe conversation. A girl talk, yeah. But like, it's Rena, there's no safety there.
1: <laughs> well, and this is the thing. It's like when people are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you love Rena XYZ." and I'm like, "I didn't say I would like trust her with my deepest darkest secrets right like <laughs> you know, like i didn't <laughs> you just think she's good like, tv yeah like I, yeah i i also think that she is a good person i know that <laughs> <laughs> Please don't crucify me, you guys. It's been a long week as it it's is. Right. But it's like it's okay. I like we I all do think, we
0: all have shitty takes, Chance. Yeah, okay.
1: I know. Trust <laughs> me, I know. Like I've got a lot of terrible opinions on housewives, I've been told anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't know. I think with the Kathy thing, I'm just like, I'm sad that we didn't get any fun, Kathy, at the reunion. Like we didn't get to talk about the toe that broke the camel's back.
0: Right. Yeah. Like- yeah. Or like, I've worked with the homeless. I've worked with the I've toothless. Worked with
1: the, yes, I want to know
0: more. Who are these toothless that she's worked I with? And to, what did they, yes, what did she, she do with them?
1: And what was she doing with them? Because of, was it from your, her dental? Right. Work? And did she, did right. she make did them? Did she remove? Right. Were you removing their teeth? Is that why you've worked with the homeless <laughs> and the toothless Kathy? Because like,
0: that sounds scarier than any sort of Aspen meltdown. Honestly, like I want to, I want to know more about that.
1: <laughs> I kind of think Netflix is missing their an, another crime documentary opportunity, you totally. know, because they're first ones to, you know, grab dibs on those. But I was just sad that there was not a lot of levity to any of the conversations between any of the women. And it sucks because I like Rinna and Sutton together. I like Erica and Sutton together. I like Garcelle and Renna together because they've known each other a long time. And that I feel like you can read that on camera. Like, there's a comfortability between the two of them because they've run in the same circles or worked, you know, they've known each other. So I like when they all get along. It's good TV. Yeah. So I I wish that they could just like stop worrying about like the dumbest shit ever. Like, Saying thank you three times for a sauce
0: right or where was my where was my personalized thank you note like so right stupid. or
1: like charity like who was doing what at a chair or actually no I want you to focus on stuff like that because I do like stuff like that I like fights about dumb shit that's like why are you fighting about this but right. then like let's keep it for one episode and then
0: the the thing about the sauce should never have led into the thing about the the charity, which then should have never led into an entire season of Lisa <laughs> Rinna screaming at Sutton over it. Like it was so stupid, it was so so ridiculous. Was,
1: but but, and I can't defend that either.
0: I, no, like, I know, I, right? I it's not it's not right. It's just Rinna. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're gonna be saying that forever. Put it on my tombstone, honestly. Merch it. <laughs> um, But I I I think you're right that like the women at their core like there is a lot of great chemistry between a lot of these women but when we get them in these group scenes they they just know like okay we've got to yeah. we've got to do it i actually read recently that like when they do those full cast scenes they have to stay like it's not like a timed shooting block. It's like they have to stay until something happens. So oh. I, I think they know that. And so like, all right, guys, like we all gotta right, talk. Fine. We gotta pick it let's up. You it. know,
1: let's do it. And yeah. I think uh, what
0: might actually be really helpful, you know, kind of like we talked about, give them a little time, let some stuff happen off camera, like organically. Or you know what might be really interesting? Take two of them from completely opposite sides and throw them on a girls' trip together. Like put them on Ultimate Girls Trip and see how that changes the dynamic. What yeah. if? I mean, what would happen if you put Garcelle and Erica on a, on a season of Girls Trip and then they come back yeah. for season thirteen of Beverly Hills and they're best fucking friends? Like, yeah, who knows that could be interesting. That Andy, would be cool, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy. are you listening? <laughs>
1: I need Andy and a camera. What would you think about Heather joining Beverly Hills?
0: I would love it. I think that it would, I think it would work a lot because, because again, it's a, it's a city where people are protecting themselves and and they're, they're keeping things very close to their chest. And I think that that's how she works. And that also adds a lot more stakes, you know? Um, I I don't know. I I
1: think she might do better in Beverly Hills. Well, she's,
0: she's running around with peasants in Orange County. And that's the problem is that it's very unbelievable. There've been very few (laughs) co-stars that she's had on that show where I have believed she would be friends with them. I mean, even Mm -hmm. with, with Tamara, I actually really loved Heather and Tamara's friendship. I think as a duo, they work really well together Mm -hmm. because they're such polar opposites. It's like, like trailer trash and the queen, you know, (laughs) but but that's part but that's part of the the dynamic that works for them is that they're the opposites you know everyone else with heather it's just she seems like she's talking down to everyone because she is they're all poor idiots
1: (laughs) or what did what did they allege that kathy said like stupid peons yes exactly
0: <laughs> exactly and i mean honestly when they said that i was like sounds like happy hilton because well, like look i mean look where she look at i i I'm sorry if I lived on the top of the mountain, I'd be looking down on all of you fuckers too. It is what it is. It's just
1: Capricorn energy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a triple Capricorn baby through and through. It's scary. I love that though. How my husband has survived this long, I have no idea. When's your husband's birthday? He's July 24th. He's a Leo, so like there is a lot of ego in this household.
1: Well, well, (laughs) I was well, but that's not necessarily a. That's we'll talk about that. But I love love that. that you're into Heather joining. Beverly Hills because I think she would do much maybe I would like her again there because I liked her at her inception
0: yeah she was so good in Orange County and she really changed the tone of Orange County like she was very impactful when she came on
1: yeah very impactful and she and I understand like the type of person she is like my family um, I have family in Westchester County the same okay where yeah so like I know that it's- It's
0: a cultural thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we don't talk about- like the bad stuff we only let people know that we have like a perfect life well, like- there's
0: there's so much that goes into it it's it's where she was brought up it's mm-hmm. it's the the culture of connecticut it's also the culture of of being raised as a little jewish girl like i'm also yeah. jewish i grew up jewish i get what that is i know what a jewish mom is like yeah. and there's also the fact that she was like a musical theater girl and like that's why she enunciates her words like that you guys it's so she can play to the back of the house like oh. I get it, you know. I I get it and I think a lot of people just don't get her.
1: Yeah, no. I I just wish that she would let loose a little bit more yeah. and stop trying to control the narrative because she was at one point when she first started, she was way more relaxed. And and she's cameras.
0: she has a really good sense of humor. So yes. I I want her to show that more because witty, when she's funny, yes. she's really funny. She's
1: witty, she's sharp, like yeah. she's quick. So I I'm I don't know. I'm hoping that she gets, I hope that this season is better. I know that you and Tamra are not. Um
0: hey, I I love Tamara, <laughs> maybe not as like a person, but as a housewife
1: as a, as a character on yes, TV.
0: She is one of the top-tier housewives. She is so good. Another one who completely changed the game when she came on. I love Tammy Sue, and honestly, like. If, if Tamara and Teddy want to have me on their podcast to squash the beef, I would gladly go on. They can come on my podcast. I would love to moderate I,
1: that. I would love to moderate.
0: I would love to clear the air with them. There is no hate on my side. Um, I even said a few weeks ago on my podcast because Teddy gets so much shit just for like breathing and mentioning the housewives. And I said, I was like, I do not begrudge her whatsoever for doing a podcast and for continuing to talk about this world that's why we're all here we all fucking love it like yeah and she has a very unique and special insight that like people are interested in and i podcast
1: teddy i like Yeah, housewives teddy
0: and that's fair yeah totally so to all the people who think that teddy should just like shut up and crawl into a hole i don't agree with that at all do i agree with the fact that she's like kind of annoying yeah can she be incredibly biased yes yeah but i like i said i do not begrudge her one bit um and in fact like let me know when i'm coming on two tees, you guys yes
1: yes (laughs) you guys need to squash the beef because i do i like I hate also that Bravo content creators have gotten so out of control.
0: What do you mean? (laughs) What
1: do I mean? Oh my God. Well, just like, I don't know. People are just
0: extra. I I literally say Twitter is like the wild, wild west of the internet. It is such a shit show.
1: It's so scary. Like, Like, I think I've, hold on. Let's see maybe, I was going to say, I don't even think if I pulled it up on my phone right now that it would let me log in because I don't know what my password is. I think yeah. the last time I logged in was like 2019. You're better and then prior off, to that, so... it was like 2014. I've logged in when somebody's been like, you have to look at this. And if I go to click on it online, it's like, you need to log in. I'm like, oh. Uh,
0: do I have so to? So that's it yeah. though. No, yeah, I'm it's, like, really? It's really? You can't just show me it's really scary. And yeah, we all, we're all here for the same reason. We all have our opinions and guys, there's like over 200 housewives at this point, the odds of us agreeing on like more than five of them are really slim. So, like, it's we're just here to have really, fun. Really... Like, let's let's have some friendly debate. I mean, look at look at us. Look at the fact that I was able to defend Heather Dubrow. You were able to defend Lisa Rinna, and neither one yeah. of us called the other one a, a dirty dumb cunt. I mean, we no, probably both thought like... it, but we didn't say it. You know. No,
1: but that's <laughs> the thing. I don't. I actually love disagreeing with yeah people i do too on like housewives because i'm because it's like a fun like defense because i'm Hold like away. okay it's like, better I than defend, disagreeing
0: like- about politics i mean for the past You know, six years. I feel like we've just all been fighting over Trump. I'd rather fight over Lisa Rinna, to be honest. Yes,
1: except for like, can we move on? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm exhausted.
0: I know, I know. You're on the wrong side of that fight, Shannon. (laughs) This,
1: but no, like, you know what? It was almost like this season. It didn't because I'm also a Kathy stan, obviously. Right, everything's
0: Dory. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hello. So I'm like. This was a very weird time for it's me tough. to it's be. Tough. well, that's you know, like
0: same I love Shannon Badur. And so anytime same. Heather, anytime Heather and I Shannon go at it, it. it's just it's so hard for me to, like reconcile in my head, like, who am I rooting for? Like who? i I want everyone to I just want
1: them to get along. okay. But I have to ask you a question though, yeah, because I need to know this is a theory I have okay. on why Heather Dubrow from the jump, in my opinion, disliked shannon bedore okay i think that heather dubrow was intimidated by the fact that shannon bedore had lived in that like that shannon bedore was so close in wealth and that she owned a property in that neighborhood before heather did
0: yeah i I think that
1: was a point of like contention for heather for whatever like an ego yeah
0: i could totally see that i could totally see that i think
1: that's the only reason that she has like issues with her.
0: I think that, and I also think, like, you know, right out the gate, Shannon, I mean, for whatever reason, they just, like, didn't really get along, and Shannon also didn't like Heather. And so I think for Heather, it probably like, she's the type of person I'm the same way. Maybe it's a cap thing. Maybe it's just an asshole thing. I don't know. But like, (laughs) if I, even if I love you, if I like start getting the vibe that like, Oh, Mm. maybe you don't like me as much. Now I hate you. Now I no longer like you. Now I hate you more than you could ever possibly think of hating me. You know? So I think that might've been it too. It was like the money (laughs) thing, the jealousy thing. And she was probably thinking like, at least, okay, here's another, like, Super rich bitch, but she's gonna be my friend. She's gonna come and be my ally. And that did not happen Shannon's first season
1: at At all. all. That was a season.
0: That's my favorite (laughs) season of House say. Any city of all time of all Shannon Bador's introductory season, I think it's season 10, nine or 10. Um, the we're done please leave season it's oh no
1: that's like season um because it's before cancer gate
0: whatever it is it was so it's so good it's so good yeah i'm like when they have so many seasons the dinner party at lizzie's house and shannon screaming you'll all see the truth you'll all see that oh my gosh like i want lizzie to come back i loved lizzie i thought lizzie was let go far too soon she was great and now that she's
1: like divorced Mm -hmm. and i guess i would assume dating Like, I would love for her to come back. I would love, honestly, I would love... I want Alexis Bellino
0: back. Oh my God. I do too. Especially this new, like this life new path she's walking, new, uh, enlightened, a little bit yes. woker Alexis. Yes. Yeah. Good for yes. her. For anyone who did not hear, uh, Alexis Bellino has a transgender son named Miles. Yes. Her, yes. her former daughter has come out as transgender. He yes. is a transgender boy. And Alexis was completely supportive. She put this huge post on her social media um, just saying how her son is able to like smile now and he's able to laugh and able to breathe. And for someone who was so like trapped in the cult of Jesus Christ, like, and I'm not, that's not a knock to religion. Right. If you wasn't a regular Christian, she wasn't good for you. Right. Right. She wasn't a regular Christian. She was like in the cult of hyper.
1: Yeah. Like the hyper extreme, like not accepting of right. alternative, and, but alternative alternative lifestyle, 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 right, lifestyle right exactly yeah, but so what's that, like that, so
0: funny because people who tend to subscribe to like really really um what's the word i'm looking for like a uh like an ideology that is so rigid like that more often than not they're gonna have a kid or like someone in their life who's gonna be on the far opposite I side always, that's like yeah. uh wait a minute you know <laughs> I yeah. know that surprise. you, like, aren't
1: into it. Yeah, surprise! <laughs> um, I just, you know, I've been saying this for, like, two seasons now that I think that she should come back because I follow her on Instagram. And, like, I noticed that she, you know, she has a boyfriend yeah. or, like, a fiancé person. <laughs> um I'm not, like, trying to, like, make it sound, like, right. you know, childish or anything. Yeah. um She got a tattoo, which is, like, anybody who knew Alexis when she was married to Jim Bel- like. Right. This Alexis that exists today, nobody saw this Alexis coming. No.
0: And, and not only am I interested in the new Alexis and her new life, but I also want to hear about how she got there. Like I want to yeah, hear about this the process. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The It'd be very, very interesting.
1: And I think that another person to bring back also would be Lynn
0: Curtin. Oh yeah. I love me a cuff. I, I love a honey, nice. A nice beaded cuff. She
1: just had a live sale uh, last night. I saw the or the recap of it today on her It's Instagram. so funny.
0: She literally is still making the exact same cuffs that she was making in like 2009. Yep. The design has not changed at all. No, no they're, change. They're not modernized whatsoever. Not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like sky tops they're never but they're changing. they're sky it's tops
0: for your wrist honestly sky tops
1: for the rest you guys it's like so get them while they're hot or, oh or don't God. because oh in 20 God. years the design will still be the same yeah so exactly Take your, take no your time no rush on the purchase this one you guys can you get, It'll you be can around kind of wait decades <laughs> same oh styles not going anywhere so it. yeah i'm excited to see what they're gonna do i hope they like have a good i hope vicky's film's a little bit more than we're knowing of yeah. this season. But I think with Tammy Sue back and hopefully some Vicky it'll be
0: it'll, it'll be good. A- Everyone yeah. involved at this point has connections. Everyone yes. um, and they're
1: authentic.
0: Exactly. Tamara and Heather and Shannon all have a rich history
1: and gina and gina and emily, and emily have
0: a rich history with shannon and tamra um heather and gina and emily are all now f- really good friends yes. the new girl jen is a good friend of tamra's for a long yes. time which means that she's likely met these women in the Other, past before it, yeah and it's then there's small, taylor armstrong so like it it all works I forgot and about I,
1: taylor Taylor, I forgot about taylor enough en- enough enough
0: yeah, i'm I excited love taylor
1: i'm excited it's gonna be good i just I'm waiting for, um, waiting for us to get updated about Roni.
0: I know, I know. We'll see. Very, very interesting. Will we? I don't. I mean, we might not. We're not. will we, we, I, will we ever hear about the Loser Show? I don't know. Are you
1: gonna watch <sighs> that new? the new
0: one? I mean, I will because I watch everything. But here's my thought: they should have left Roni alone, leave Well Enough alone, and they should have just made that Real Girlfriends in New York. Period. Yeah. That's that's what I think. They should have continued yeah. on with this Real Girlfriends franchise that they started in Paris. Yeah, get these young. It's Rebrand. the exact. It's the exact same format as the Housewives, but just it's with twenty younger, something younger and, demographic, and, and franchise the fuck out of that now. Yeah. And now you've got two huge franchises running. Um, I don't. The, we'll see. That's all I'm saying. Missed
1: opportunity. Well, they could still, there's still time. You could still yeah. rebrand it. So yeah, you never know. Andy, never
0: Andy,
1: know. Andy. <laughs> you know, we are volunteers for Andy Cohen. Right. That's what I say all the time. I'm like, we're just it's so true. humble volunteers. We're That's just his servants. Just, just his humble <laughs> servants. That's all.
0: all right, before we wrap up, in honor of Halloween, I have a few spooky housewives questions for you. Yes,
1: okay? All right. I love. Okay, okay so
0: number one. Who do you think is the scariest housewife of all time?
1: Like, who would I not want to go up against in an argument?
0: Or just, like, who do you have nightmares about? Who would you, like, not want to see in a dark alley? Who, like, haunts your dreams? Who looks like, like, Skeletor? I don't know.
1: Scariest housewife, I would have to say... (laughs) Um... Probably Caroline Manzo.
0: Ooh, yeah, like like mob boss, scary.
1: Yes, ma'am. Like Very. you'll
0: end up at the bottom Very of Hudson much. with the fishes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Very much a Robert De Niro movie situation. Yeah, you know I don't really think that's. I don't really think that's the life for me. So no. I would say. Um, Honestly,
0: I mean, for, for how for how brave <laughs> Teresa acts, like, you know, she's scared too.
1: But, but, like, also think of her shaving her face in that scene. Just the, and think about that, that alone. It's like, scary. With, yeah. So like, you said dark alley. And I'm thinking of that Caroline shaving her face in a dark alley. Like she missed
0: a spot, there's a little patch of fur still. I
1: don't want anything to do with that. So I'm gonna go Caroline Manzo. Okay, good one,
0: one. good answer. All right, most likely to be a murderer in a horror movie.
1: Bethany Frankel. Yes. Yeah,
0: genius. Hundred percent. She would be like, like American Psycho
1: and she would style murder. Somebody else. Yeah. yeah, it would
0: be yeah. so well planned. There would be yes. not not a clue left. Not a behind. hole
1: in the yeah. plot. No, nope. and
0: she's she's been planning this murder for like four years.
1: Yeah. Yes. Along and, this is very premeditated.
0: And she trademarked the murder. It's branded.
1: Well, it's and we have merch coming out. Yeah. <laughs> this week actually coupon oh, girl, red skinny yeah. coupon, coupon girl skinny girl. red hair this is actually a skinny girl wig just kidding yeah. you guys it's not but yeah oh, <laughs> don't say dope. that she'll
0: like sue you for she'll sure.
1: sue the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any fucking money oh, bad i do have it's an so attorney gorgeous. on retainer right now though ironically
0: girl i have i girl. bought i bought podcast insurance when me and tammy started fighting because i Stop got scared. it
1: <laughs> Oh my God. You're but like, you, I don't want to get Jim Bellino. No, right. But what's like, funny yeah.
0: What's funny about that is like like <laughs> I said, so the reason why I bought it is because of my fight with Tamara and I was talking about it on the show. But like months and months and months before that, Tamara told me to get podcast insurance. So she's the one that put oh, it Oh, you'll have
1: to give me information on that. I will, yeah. Because I don't know about all that. Not that I do like a lot of like super gossipy stuff. You never know. My, people
0: uh, people you never know though. People come you out can of catch nowhere, somebody in the
1: wrong mood. and right. So we could be grieving and the mood could be totally misinterpreted. Exactly. But how, how,
0: how funny is it though, that like Tamara herself has been (laughs) sued for things that she said on a podcast, but I still, I'm like, she would sue someone else too. She would totally do it back to someone. I don't put it past her. It's,
1: it's a, it, yeah, that's like an adult. it's just like it, instead of like beating someone's ass all you can do is sue them it's like yeah. well you it's know. the only thing i got <laughs> yeah like, this is all this is best i got best right. i got is a lawsuit sorry like i can't fight a cease anymore. and desist t- right yeah i got a and desist. exactly like, exactly i'm too tired for anything uh. else
0: all right most likely to survive a horror movie who has final girl energy
1: Oof. most likely
0: um
1: candy burris
0: it's a really good one yeah that's a really good one she's
1: really smart like i think i always say this um because she was like the first celebrity like pre-existing celebrity totally to become a housewife yeah you know so i always say i'm like you know I think out of all of them, I think she's the most like business savvy of, because you never see, except for the one season with the Phaedra thing, which we all right. like, nobody really ever likes talking about. Cause I do love Phaedra and I do love candy. So it's, yeah.
0: You know, it's We're like just going to forget about Bruna that. Thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. We just like, don't, t- it's like Bruno. We don't talk about it. Exactly. So yeah. Um, But I, I think that she's like the smartest out of all of them. Cause you never see her name in any, like, weird stuff, really. And if you do, it's, like, a passing bullshit article that's, like, not credible at all.
0: Yeah. She, I think Candy Burris, to me, is the most, like, fully, like, well-rounded housewife in in all ways, shapes, and forms. Like, she's got a lot going on off of the show. She's got a lot going on professionally. Mm -hmm. She, like, is actually talented, which is something not a lot of them can say. She's She's intelligent. And she... She, she fights, she gets into the drama. She's definitely not stale, but she's also not a bully. Like, I don't think anyone has right. ever thought of her. She as doesn't a go out of the Right. So she, she really is, way. she's good at everything. She can do right. it all. That candy purse. Yep. Yeah. Love,
1: I love me. And she's a Taurus, also earth sign. So yeah,
0: there you go. Love
1: her. Yeah. I'm excited for her. <laughs> we love our her. earthy bitches. Well, did you see her raise?
0: Oh yeah. Good for her. Clock yeah. those,
1: like clock those tracks. I, I was like, well And it was shit. funny
0: because right before- it was announced that she was going to be getting $2 million for the season. There were all those rumors about like Lisa Rinna demanding $2 million to come back. And everyone was like, she doesn't deserve it. No way. And then Candy got it. And everyone was like, she was finally, like finally,
1: yay. Yeah. She was like. Exactly. Guys, so,
0: like, funny. so funny. So funny.
1: Excited for that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Final question. Yeah. Who is the most likely to die first in a horror movie?
1: oh, I hate saying this because I do love her, but I had already, I was like, I bet you he's going to ask me. So I thought of it. Ashley Darby, I'm sorry.
0: She'd be too busy dancing in front of the mirror and the or killer she would, would just sneak like, up behind her.
1: Tr- she'd be like trusting of like somebody right. being like, come this way. She'd be like, totally. what? Totally, like, right
0: she would be like, I'm, oh I'm having a coochie craving a for coochie Michael craving. Myers. I don't yeah. know what it is. Like,
1: <laughs> he was looking really hot from right? Those arms?
0: So, Come on. A, did you see
1: he's tall, girl? Like <laughs> big. Yes, he's a tall, big frame guy. Like,
0: oh yeah, I, I could see her yeah.
1: making that mistake first. Yeah. If not her, then Gina.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that. I mean, I here's the that thing that. about Gina, like, like Heather Dubrow, for example, would survive because like her house is so big, she could run and hide and he she would never has, find like, her. Yeah. <laughs> he has a panic room with a champagne button. Yes. And that's Gina, on the great. other hand, like Gina, there's nowhere to go in the casita. You're just, you're just sitting <laughs> under there your waiting. table. Yeah. Under your table. Exactly. That's, what
1: you, that's where you are. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Gina. It's not, Dead. you're definitely, out first. R.I.P. Casita so, yeah. well, Gina. Yeah, sorry. R.I.P. <laughs> Gina. Yeah, oh. we don't really mean that though. Obviously, we love No,
0: allegedly, allegedly,
1: allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Podcast oh my God. insurance.
0: Right. Shannon, this was so much fun. Thank you so thank much you. for sitting down to talk to me of today. Course. Will you tell all of my time. listeners? Oh, thank you. Me too. Will you tell yes. my listeners where they can find you and where they can listen to everything's hunky dory?
1: Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at everything's hunky dory underscore. Um, I'm, I have a TikTok. I don't really, I don't really post, but you never know. So I'm on TikTok at everything's hunky dory, no underscore. Um, And then my podcast is available everywhere that you stream, but I do have video on Spotify, same as you.
0: So awesome. And then, and then you're on Twitter every like two or three years, right?
1: Yeah. Like maybe one, (laughs) yeah. Like maybe it's four years, I'll pop in. I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. <laughs> I'm like, you could find me on Twitter. Yeah, type in Shannon Casey. Search. You could just probably search. find me. Yeah, search. I don't even know. Tell, if you know my Twitter handle, DM it to me. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast and oh, we'll do it again soon. On yes,
0: my absolutely. Yes. And happy Halloween.
1: Happy Halloween, you guys. Go get spooky and like yeah. post stuff and show us. your Yes. House costumes. Yes. Love that.
0: All Bye, right. Honey. Talk soon. Bye guys. Bye.